Okay, welcome back. Uh, for those who aren't back, please let them know we started because people are asking, is it next week? People had tainas. We didn't start yesterday and Sunday, which is a good time to have. So, Mitzvah Shem tonight, tomorrow night, and then we will continue with the Navi Shir on uh, Sunday. Let me begin with one Shaila from one of the listeners on what we're in the middle of discussing, and that is been for about two weeks. We're in the general topic of Lifni Iver, the subtopic of Lifni Iver and giving bad advice as opposed to Averis. Sometimes it goes hand in hand. And then we got into giving good advice to bad people as opposed to bad advice to good people. And surprisingly, this is a big sugya, even though it's only a few lines on Dav Dalid in Bab Basra. And if you recall, the Gemara learns out that Daniel, despite his wonderful intentions to help Klai Israel have a good Parnassa, and there was a nightmare that Nebuchadnezzar has had before, but he always wakes up very nervous, you want to calm him down, you would think that's a good enough reason already. And he tells him it's bad news, but you could buy yourself some time and get a kapar and stuck a tatsil mimovis as long as you're giving it. And it works, and it did work, and he gave until after a while he said, maybe I'm wasting money. Thought he was smart, and he stopped giving, and then he found himself in the forest with the other animals, knowing he's a human, but not being able to get out. Something like pressing a lot of buttons, even though you know you shouldn't, uh, we were just discussing. So it's like sort of like trapped, and... Daniel gets thrown to the lions for that, gets saved, but the Gemara says he shouldn't have given him such a good etza because the Rosh Mushin is not repentant. That's the key, and saw the Miri inside, and a lot of very surprising things and frightening things that we like to assume most people we meet are either repentant or soon doing tshuva or have the ability to do tshuva. And the last thing we discussed was the Brismil on Shabbos. Is there an inherent issue? If he's probably not going to be from Shachamataz, discussed that. Lean toward that. The meaning is not so. And we saw later chuvas that suggested if they want to do Mila, let them do Mila. Maybe it'll give them Seattle Shmael to do more mitzvahs. The assumption is that we're dealing with the Tinnish Nishma, not a Rosh Marusha, and if you expose him, he will hopefully gravitate closer, and hopefully that'll be the working assumption. But as a sugya, it's not so posh. So that was the two minute recap in case anybody was learning Hilfus Pesach in between. So, the question, I was listening to the Shia and wondering why Elisha was allowed to tell Naaman how to cure his saras. Very interesting, Shaila. This person was listening to the Rabbi Shir also. <laughs> so, Naaman, if you remember, pretty big Balgaiva. That's the way they became generals in the army. And a lot of chutzpah also, and King of Aram sent him to Elisha and sent a letter to Elisha that you better take care of him or else. I'll get to that threat in a moment. So Elisha's not scared of anybody. He can turn him into a frog or something more Jewish than Tom. And there's an opportunity for Kiddush Hashem. It says in the Pasuk, he says, let them know there's a Novi B. Yisrael. And I have a feeling it's not just let the Umazolim know, it's let Klai Yisrael know, which is why Elisha, as Nevi'im went, he asked for Pishnayim on Elio. He didn't do that for COVID. Elio did Nisim. Elisha had the most Nisim during his tenure, a long tenure. 
of anybody in Klaus, barring Moshe Rabbeinu, maybe. And he did it to try to motivate Klai Yisrael to see the, you know, the carrot and stick issue. And Elio was more the stick and wasn't working. He tried the carrot, the work site. Each, each of them, the drought also caused him, Hashem Olakim, Hashem Olakim, that it showed them on Har Carmel. But you try everything. So he had a lot of nisim. So he's going to add this one more. You can see somebody had saras. Nobody ever got cured. And he's going to cure him. But they want to know, Lamaisa, he's not a good guy. So why are we doing this for him? So the answer is that if the Melech sends him and says, cure him or else, even though Elisha's not scared of anybody, and he would have been zeichet to an ace had he really needed it, you don't ask for Nisim if you can get out of the Matzav, and Melech Haram is a dangerous fellow, and it wasn't open to interpretation. It wasn't like give a vague answer, I'll contrast this in Nebuchadnezzar and Daniel in a moment. He sent him his general, and he says, my commander-in-chief, I need him to have a Rufu Shlema ASAP. Take care of it. So you can't start giving vague advice. So he could get out of it and do an ace, but you don't ask for an ace for no reason. This is regular shtadlis to protect yourself. And it's an opportunity to make a tremendous Kiddush Hashem and a Rosham and the Yom and on Klai Yisrael. And he did it. And it worked. And it was a tremendous Kiddush Hashem. And Naman himself became a Baal Tshuva. That might be the best part of the answer that he knew if he'd see this, he himself would become from, as opposed to the other people who he's still unrepentant, it's not going to help. That wasn't the only shot we had, if you remember. Some of you were suggesting that it's a chil Hashem if he gets in good over here. People think you can do whatever you want and still get in. The truth is, you could do tshuva the last minute or so and get in. So if that were the only kasha. And he did tshuva. He didn't become a ger. He said, I want to be makabah zayimitz. The whole gemara about him is a hedrin. Does he have to keep zayimitzes even to Yahar The emperor leans on him. Is he Yahar Navi? He became a from... Guy who kept Zion Mitzvah, which is the sugi we're going to get back into tonight. So, there was an upside here, Kiddush Hashem, Lamad Yishmu Vuyiro, and it was proper shadlis to stay out of the way of the wrath and punishment of the emperor, and it had good results. So, that's why the Gemara doesn't even bring it up, because he had all these reasons, independently and, and together. Yeah. Yes, somebody else sent that in also. And he also, Rabbi Weinstein said they might have even given some aces in war. Are there other Jewish generals that gave aces in war also? So if you're asked point blank, let me contrast with Nebuchadnezzar, you'll understand where I'm going with this. Nebuchadnezzar had a bad dream, he had a lot of them. And Daniel, by the first one with the four emperors, told him something he didn't want to hear, by the way. And didn't give any aids afterwards. He said, well, this is the way it goes. There's this emperor, and that got all sorts of gold and silver and copper. And then at the end, Klaisel's going to take over. He didn't like that too much, which led him to try to put together the matzah and because Dura to everybody bow down. So Klaisel should cease to exist, That's what triggered that. He didn't give him any aids. This is it. Here it was a personal thing of like, something's going to happen to me. He said, yeah, something's going to happen to you. You're going to be an animal in the field, and you're going to go crazy. And then he added his Eitzah. The Gemara says, despite his incredible Hashem Shemaim, cool Hashem Shemaim, Daniel had what to eat, that wasn't the right thing to do. And that, after all our discussions, keep in mind, is the only example we have. Because the only other kasha was Baba Bambuta giving to Hordis, who was a Russia. And the Gemara says, he had no choice as Mutter because he can't build the base of English otherwise. And this Choshava Ben Teru is learning Tainus and brought me a riot today that it had a good result because they, Hashem, 
arranged the Kaviyachal, they should be able to build the base of Mikdash, ship from rain. That's the result of it, so it was fine. So we're left with one example. The whole sugya is what's daimit to this. So I'm giving a number of chalukim why Alisha Nama is not daimit to it. The Rambam, we weren't there exactly, but he was in Israel sitting and learning. His brother got lost at sea, and then he was starving. And he had a family, so he knew medicine, and he moved to Mitzrayim. There was some food there, and the Sultan knew talent, and he already, uh, and he hired him. You can't say, I'm sorry, Mr. Sultan, I wasn't looking for this type of job. I wanted something more like 9 to 5. You can't. <laughs> That's an American response. You know, there are only two options, and the answer is yes or yes. And then once he's there, if the Sultan asked him, do you want to go to war? I don't know how much we have documented. He could say, Your Highness, um, ever since the base of Mikdash wasn't here, and we don't have a Sahajim, we don't give advice on political matters like they told Al-Hashverosh. Maybe he tried that. That's hard to know because we don't have the documents. But we do know he was the physician, and that was uh, an offer he couldn't refuse. Shmuel Nagat, a lot of it is the legends of Shmuel It's hard to know. You have to first find the documents and find out who's writing it to find out what was going on. I'm not saying it didn't happen. There were court Jews who needed favors and had to give certain things, but the, I would say devil's in the detail. The question over here is how direct uh, solicitation was it and how much room did they have to maneuver? That's really the Shiloh. And I just gave four or five possibilities of why Nam and Alicia was not in the Chazal. Don't bring it up. So one or all the Terutzim are correct. Uh, the next kasha, why is a mutter to tell the kusim that came? Remember the Gary Arias issue? This is like a sugya. In many places, Gary Arias, Gary Emes, if you remember the Maisa, it's a Navi, and they came, and they were getting eaten by lions, which is not normal for Eretz Yisrael. So they saw many of them, and they realized the God of Eretz Yisrael doesn't like Avodah Zarah. But they didn't realize is the God of Eretz Yisrael is the same God in Chesar, and he doesn't like Avodah Zarah anywhere. But Eretz Yisrael is the Paltum and Shomelech, and... There is such a concept, and they sent to the emperor and said, uh, Malachasha, we know you like moving everybody around, but this is not a place that's working for us. And then he sent the tzivui to somebody, you'll see in a moment why I'm using that generic term, to go teach them the basics and be Megayar them. Gerim that are forced are never a good idea. You have the uh, Dumiim, Dumiites, whatever you want to call them, with the Beis Chashmanayim, that's where we got hordes from. It never worked well, and Gerim have to be very lishma, very smart, and not everybody makes it. Certainly a whole nation. It's very not mistopper statistically that all of them be from, and they weren't, and Kachavi, and the Shailah was, did it ever get off the ground? Did it not? Some of them yes, some of them not. The Gemara puts it as absolutes. According to Mandamar, Gary Arias, Shaili is what happened later, and then they make Zeras on them. The question over here is, why did they do it? You're giving them schusim. So, I hedged before. I'm not sure who did it. The letter was sent to the sages, somebody who knew more than they knew, teach them the basics. We don't have a clear record who did it. That's not so posh that it should be done. I'm Gerus, that's the way it goes. Remember Pussing in Megillah? Rabim Amaris Misyadim. No. Beferish, you can't take a ger, l'shem ishus, l'shem money, l'shem covet, prestige, protection in the time of the Megillah, basketball, whatever they, all of them happened. So who was Megaya then? Based in Shilhadetis, the Gemara says that. 
So it's a game of Chabad Yevon. If they're not Kabbalah Mitzvah, it's a Chabad. It shouldn't have been done Lachatchila. So I don't know if there's a Kasha because cast the Kasha, how are we giving them the Schusim? There was a direct order from the Emperor. Maybe it wasn't Yehavayavra and they had to do it and they tried their best and it was good people or maybe it was people who didn't know what they were doing and they did it and they should have funfered and said, we have a long program, it takes a while and we're going to work on it. But could be the former, not the latter, is the MS. The Emperor said it. You got to get it done ASAP. You couldn't say no. Which case, they're good people, and it's not your hard by ever. So that's uh, a possible answer or two. Vukhanetzer and Daniel again. Daniel could have apparently given something more generic, and Hordis is not a casual nice because it was mutter. But two very good questions spelled out very well. Let's go now back to the Chuvas von Hoggis, which we began speaking of Zion Mitzvahs. You have a single copy with double sides, page one and page two. He has a very important, pretty concise tshuva. It's interesting. You have uh, page one and two. Okay, I stopped the two paragraphs before the end. So there was a page three, a few lines. Uh, go to page two. We'll recap what we saw already. The Shail over here was somebody who obviously was holding, was either involved in the idea because he thought it was a good idea. Somebody asked him to do it, doesn't say the background, but he's not questioning the service that he was providing. He had either an organization or he was his own organization, a one-man show, and he was working on Goyim to teach them Zion Mitzvahs. As I prefaced, if you're sitting in a lounge uh, waiting for a plane or sitting on a plane, wherever else you might be and the fellow corners you and you can't get out of the way because he can't move your seat and you can keep it brief and he's not a missionary it's a lot of conditions then okay the Imams will teach him Zion Mitzvahs question is to take time resources we don't have a whole lot of time we don't have resources we don't have extra money and if we do we'll use it for cure of, of Kleisrael unless there's a tremendous Indian to do this and he asks our Sternbuch is there an Indian to do it are we powerful on the issue is it positive is it negative and Sturmbach thus far, the first half, which we ended before Pesach, was the last year, he said that it's very, he started off saying it's very dangerous because, and that's why I picked it for this sugya, we don't want to give schusim to people who are not really doing tshuva and really coming to the Amis, which quite often they're not. Sometimes they are, they're yechidim. We're going to get to that tonight. What he said in the first part was that it's especially dangerous because if you're talking to somebody who belongs to Nazareth or something like that, where he feels the Psach should be as pure Avodazar, we've uh, discussed the Ramah and the Peschachuva, is it for them Avodazar, Yahweh, or not? But it's the wrong religion. Everybody's masking. He said, you're giving them a Hechshish temple. And by teaching them this, they can go around saying, oh, we're the Chesidim Asaylam, and we're really doing the right thing, and they're not. It's certainly wrong. The question is, is it strict of a reserve for them or not, as you'll see uh, in the Hemshech, he holds we should pass in, it is not the first one, and Abihuda and others in between. And Aaron Ross, who uh, champions this, whenever I mention this, he always gets uh, excited. Now you keep sending me riots. So uh, it might depend on the strict Catholicism all the way to the other gamut and many things in between, in which case... Maybe it's somewhat of a machlekes uh, in who you're focusing on, but there are shitas like Rosh Nurmbach and Abhidu who probably hold it's pretty absolute. 
Either way, he holds it dangerous, and we should not be involved in theological debate with them. And if it's something uh, political, we have to team up with them to get something done, pass laws. Jacob does that here in uh, New York, across the country, then fine. We agree that we want a moral country and a moral atmosphere. We don't want private schools, and we don't want uh, the invasion of uh, civil servants trying to undo our yeshivas and undo our parochial schools. So that's okay, and we should keep it to that. That was the message thus far. If you go to page two again, the bottom of the first column, the last paragraph. Abiezer anigam cheshesh sha'asa lano lifel bezet. I think besides the general dangers we just described, it's really going to be a problem on other levels as well. Shamru chazal basra. And this is uh, the Gemara we... What's that? A sugi on this of taking money from them, taking stocker from them when it's just for the yidden, giving them that schus. Should be avish ketsira tisha barna. When their schusim dry up, their hold on us, their power will break and the gullus will end. The hainu shetichles schus shabiyadon az yeshabru shlochein ein lanu laharbus lahem zchuyus. And that's a gemara. That's a gemara talking about taking stocker for them. Back to the Daniel Nebuchadnezzar issue. But I've been talking about where the hardcore were shame, but the assumption is everybody, then the governments were of Devar Zaran, generally not keeping Zion Mitzvahs. And his main taina is that they're not really accepting the full Zion Mitzvahs and the Emes because if they said to the Emes, as the Ramah says, you have to accept it. Moshe Rabbeinu came down from Arsinai and said, this is the way it goes. This is the Amanifchar, this is the Kosh Baruch, this is what Hashem wants. And they're not accepting all that clearly. I think accepting Yachtas Hashem. But Amnam, Kishem Tachas Yadenu, Bikochenu Lachov Gam Lahem. It's the time of the Mashiach, time of the Gula, we have the power to be Kaifer. Whoever survives, then we'll do it. Kaifen. Al Kayem, She'em, Akayem, Sheva, Mitzvah, Ziyamara, Koshbarchu, Mapalosam, top line. She Nis Malos Asam. Their measure will become full and they'll get punished, they'll lose their grip on the power. And the goals will end. Lachain. Hanavi Yena Laratla Kabul. It's interesting. He says Lachain as a Hemshach this first point. It almost sounds like a second reason. Remember, Yena ran away at great risk to his own life and his own Olamaba. And he did it because he didn't want them to do chuva or feign chuva quickly and make Klay Israel look bad. Why do we talk to do chuva slower? Because we know if you're doing chuva, it's got to be serious. He was afraid that it would look like uh, they were quicker to jump on the opportunity, which is what unfolded. And that's why Yonah was so upset. The Medrash says later on they went back to the Ganevas and they were destroyed later on. But he was worried about the Kittrick at the moment. And he got Musser, heavy Musser from Akash Baruch Hu. Rak because he had a direct tzivu from Hakadosh Baruch Hu, a direct nevuah. Go, go and say over the nevuah. Ve'el la'ir and he shouldn't ask kashes. Av shekam rasul teiva. Avol ba'alma, but in general, lacking a nevuah to go start teaching them zayim mitzvus and cause them to tshuva. Nistarin daki Hashem malanu lizakaisam b'mitzvus b'shosh yichol la'ir gulaseinu ma'palasam. It's not our business. It's no arvus. We don't want to get into theological discussions with them. They're here to be Makariv, Rahmal Islam, us. Don't ever lose sight of that. That's uh, most often the case. And when I just didn't elongate in the Gullus, it can end. 
And we don't want the Kitrugukad cause, Shemakaimim, Mr. Shalahem, Vaunubav, Asena, Rabim, Lomakaimim. Valkain, Aino, Laharish, Lithol, Shiakaimu, Sheva, Mrs. Ditu. We don't have to stop making all sorts of programs and announcements. Kishain, Zechi of Klal, again, there's no Arvis, Kamoshevur, Odlahalim. So, Shtamach is really scared about the possibilities that this could trigger Gullus lasting longer and Rachman Salan Kitrugim. But Yeser and Echeshish, Apia Mavur, Marshal. Interesting, it goes full circle here. Remember this Marshal about seven weeks ago? Maybe a little longer. Marshal said that you cannot falsify one iota of Torah and misrepresent the Whenever you start discussing any theological items with them, even though you're just breaking down, Zion Mitzvah is universal, very simple. It's not very simple. They want to discuss it, and often they want to give you their side of the story. And then we start fudging, like we do whenever we get questions in the media, which you shouldn't be answering, and you shouldn't be taking the interview in the first place, because they're interested in making, usually from people look bad, and even if it's an innocent question, we end up fudging. And the marshal says, if it's a choice between fudging and Rahman's not getting killed, it's Yahar Vayavar. That's pretty serious. So Shtomba says, this is very dangerous, as he spells out. Next paragraph. I mentioned to you, Ramesha has a number of chuvas referencing the marashal. Some chuvas, it sounds like he's night uh, that we pass night this marashal. Others chuvas, it sounds less so. It's a big nafkamina. Nobody holds you to fudge the chatchil to get yourself to the matzah. But unfortunately, Leilena, what comes up, you cannot misrepresent the din. Not our din, and not their din. Remember the Ma'ashal said, they should have realized these two Yeshiva Bachram were Qayyim in disguise sent by the Romans to make trouble. So why didn't they fudge and answer the questions about Oh, we pay full. And what happens, the din's the same across the board. For us, against us, which is not true. And the reason they didn't fudge is because it's Yahar Vayavar, even though they knew it could be trouble. That's where he has his raya from. Shtomba says it's a misrepresentation of Ratzon Hashem to teach them Zion Mitzvahs and they remain Nitzrim or whatever they remain, the wrong religion, the wrong Ashkafa, and the wrong side of history is an understatement. And they're going to think, okay, we're being answered now. Now we're just as good. We're doing our thing. You're doing it. That's not true. Is it better than the alternative? Yes, but still a misrepresentation. Then Cain can't get to pass themselves off as Gertesha, Hasidim, which according to the Rambam, they're certainly not. It's just a trick, it's not true. Ladina, Manosam, he avodazar, his opinion, we pass in, it's Mamish avodazar, but even if it's not, it's false. And you're misrepresenting the din. So, Shomach is fully aware that maybe for them it's not about Azar, but why would you want to get involved in possibly misrepresenting something and even getting involved in the Shailah? Lifal Etzlam, Kefiya Emes. It's bound to come up in these conversations if the guy holds himself to be uh, from the Kat of Nutzrim. After you teach him all Zion Mitzvahs, he's going to say, okay, I got it, Zion Mitzvahs. Can I still believe in Yashka? He said, well, it depends how you learn the Ramah. Can I? Is, is it true? Can I believe? You can't tell them it's true. You have to tell them, no, it's really wrong. You want to know, is it Harvayavar? Is it Avodah Is it Chiyav Sayyaf for you? It's a Chiyav Skila for us? 
the conversation is not going to go to a good place. And we live in Gullis, and we have to be careful about being candid about these things. The Marshal says you have to be careful not, about not being candid about these things. So, to get into this, that can really get dangerous. Because they're all over the place, Yidin are in other Kafas Aritz. He concludes for now. He tells the fellow, he asked me an honest question, should I continue my work? Obviously, a talented guy. His eight says, stop right now. And use your keiches for kirv, kirv v'chaykim, kirv v'chaykim, there's a lot to do. So, the guy at the office comes up for a lot of people, the guy at the office, a client, uh, Avi, you're, uh, you're back, we can uh, mention some of your stories with some of your interesting clients. Utaka, some are more, um, you know, they, they're real midterm, some of them, from what I remember, right? Yeah. Some of them, more or less. You find, you find very few real now, Nowadays, they, they're now, few and far between. Really? They'll say that? Pam Mully? Oh. Unbelievable. I would say that's honest of them, but I don't want to compliment them. Uh, they don't really care. Like, really? Even like, even the ones in Staten Island? Like the ones, you know, they, yeah, they used yeah. to belong to a certain he's like, he's like, sect of them. He said, yeah. the, he said to the Arab face, I'm converted to He said, he said, all these sound great. He said, I'm to Eastern. Yeah, you bring him to your seder, after about 20 minutes, he's going to wonder, where's the beef? <laughs> Tell him it's three hours from now. Just have some Agazim McCloyus and ask for an Afikanian present. Just hold on. He's not going to be able to... Uh... It's hard to find the front. Uh, yeah, okay. I'm not surprised with the way everything else is going. But Lamaisa, the ones that are, don't fool yourself, there's an agenda quite often there. And if there isn't, you're going to... End up saying something's not politically correct. He said, why should we get involved in something like this? It's, it's, no it's dangerous. He tells him to uh, stop right now and do something else with his uh, kachis. So... By that logic, so when, you, when you have a state where they have, like, vouchers for schools, you're going to be sending 10 times, 100 times as many people to... Capital. That's why we work with them. I was in one of those states once giving a shear. I was in the yeshiva. They told me, you know, we have vouchers here. I'm, not, I'm from New York, so I didn't know exactly what that was. I heard of them. So what does that do? You wouldn't believe what it does. Saves them tens of thousands of dollars. And okay, so if you're going to put 10,000 yeshiva board, you're going to have a million. So if you look at the first clause, he's saying... Oh, that's what you're asking. I thought you're, you're not asking about working with them to pass the law. You're saying you're going to be helping them learn their things. That's a very interesting question. And they're going to have 25 times... Are they? Are the schools so religious? You know, you know, it's interesting. I, this, believe it or not, that's the second time today I had Shiloh. The other Shiloh was an excellent Shiloh. I'll mention it without the name. There was some sort of reason that some employees had to sign up for some online college. I, don't, I didn't ask for details what that do with the job, but they asked all the teachers to sign on. And one of them noticed, he's one of our listeners, as a matter of fact. Uh, he's not there right now, but he will be there later tonight. And he called me up. Um, that's what he asked. He said, uh, I just uh, checked uh, what this online college is. It's a university that's heavily notary uh, concentrated in some far-flung area. But it's online. It's far-flung, but like a Christian university. 
And he said he thinks that already he sees in the syllabus of the papers that they're writing everything. It's like heavy-duty religion in the wrong one. So he says, can my wife go? I says, of course not. I don't say, of course not. It's a good shayla because they already signed up. It's a whole drain now. It's a lot of people involved. The answer is no. You can't learn about foreign religions. And it's derisive. So we covered this in the Chukasev. You can't, you can't read about foreign religions. So I was wondering, I, I never thought about it because I don't really sit on the boards of these Christian universities. But I was wondering, what do they say in their disclaimer? I'd wonder the same thing about yeshivas. Maybe I should look at theirs also. You know, today in legalese, everybody's got rights and they got you know, especially woke every day, they got to be very careful. What do they say in their long disclaimer at the end about their admission policy? Everybody. So, well, I read this one. This is a real eye-opener. As a matter of fact, I think the yeshiva should use it. I think I read a yeshiva once. It was more powerful than this one. So, maybe I'll bring it in. But I'd like to know what I was really, this is a few hours ago. So I looked it up. I, had to, I knew what I was looking for. So I scrolled through a lot and I found it. It has the first few lines, a very strong statement that we run this university based on our beliefs. They spell out what they are, and we are pushing this agenda. And then, which the next part of the paragraph is a theorem in Aobase. I don't know exactly who their attorney is, some from guy probably in Muncie. I don't know who. Uh, I don't know who. I'd like to know how they pulled this off. Then they go on to say, however, we don't discriminate based on race, creed, or anything else. They just started off that they certainly do, that if you're not a Maimid and Nishtos and Nashtos and Abiyashtos, they said clearly, I don't know how they got away with that in America. Doesn't Fordham say the same? I, don't, I never read this. First time in my life I ever read, I, I read the Yeshiva one. I think it was more Parv because they just figure like who's going to want to go. But here it's an open online university and people do go because people sign up and they need it for, it's a good degree for whatever you need it for. So they have a very stark disclaimer that we're here to push our Krum agenda. Spelled Krum, K-R-U. And then they say that we're fair to everybody and we don't really discriminate. And we have, and then they mention at the end, and we have students who are not really yet with their program. And we don't discriminate against that. Well, Hariah, they have people calling from New York who are from, who tomorrow might not be there, but that's a problem to lend a hand to that, and to that, especially when they start figuring out that ways to figure out, oh, we got a large contingent from, uh, from people. From, they must really like to, they must buy into some of it. That's a chilashah. So that's worse. What I just described is worse than what you're describing. You're describing a Derek Agav Groma that if we push such a thing into law in this state and we work with those parochial schools and everything, that's, that's okay. But... What happens if it's collateral damage and now 30,000 more people are going? So I, you're assuming, and you're, you might be right, you're assuming that that makes a racism on them and they're creating more religious people? Uh, he's nervous about it. Well, no, but here you have a talented guy actively one-on-one doing Kiruv so for Zion Mitzvahs. He's a, have a whole state where you have people who are... So where are they now? Now they're in public school? When they get the vouchers, they're going to start going there? I, I would wonder, this defense you're going to say, so this undoes the first title, but it doesn't undo the other ones. The defense might be that the country is going so off the cliff so quickly that maybe it would be safer for the front people here, for the general atmosphere, if we have people who at least aren't uh, smoking, eating, uh, talking the way a lot of people are doing, and therefore it's self-preservation. I, I agree with you. That would undo his first concern, but he has another three concerns after that, so it wouldn't change the sock. But I think it would be better, again, we have to keep in mind the balance that uh, there are 
Democrats who like us and Republicans who don't, and a mix of both. Lamaisa, at this point in time, the only people making any sense about basic, you say this in the Bria, forget Zion Mitzvahs, like first decide, you know, who's male, female, that basic stuff like that are the other party. And that's, uh, that's an issue. So it might be just for the salvaging of the country. Maybe it wouldn't be such a bad day. And it's grandma. So, I don't, but it's a good question. I, I wonder if that's, I wonder if they put out things on their activities, how many more religious people, because Avi says that none of them are reaching his desk. And you would think in Staten Island they have a stronger tradition for it, and they're still leaving it. So I don't know if it's making the difference in yeshivas and whatever's going on there. I don't know if they have a dorm or not. But I will tell you, I'm almost out of time, as you all know, Baruch Hashem, and our kehillahs and our yeshivas, we don't just send somebody to a yeshiva. <laughs> it's a 24-7. The home has to be yeshiva. The yeshiva is the yeshiva. Shabbos is the yeshiva. Yatu is yeshiva. There's no moment in time where we're not examining everything we're seeing and doing based on the Shulchan Aruch. I don't think they have anything remotely similar, living or dead, to that. They can't. You'd have to build a... Maybe the people in Pennsylvania who you tried to avoid a cholamoid. And even that's not working too well. If you remember three years ago, I told you the conversation my son had with them. <laughs> you couldn't write a better script. And I have a big problem there with uh, giving over the material, let's say. Let's put it that way. But Lamaisa, it's, it's dangerous because it's still the wrong thing. The question is, is that a net gain? Is that possibly less dangerous? But if you could do any investigation, we'll... Uh, We'll be happy to hear. Okay, Mitzvah Shem, we will uh, pick up on this tomorrow night. Fordham doesn't push. Fordham's a law school. Right, Fordham's a law school. Um,